This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2556. What disguises do you wear? By James Altucher of jamesaltucher.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, your personal narrator. And we're gonna jump right into today's post as we optimize your life. What disguises do you wear? By James Altucher of jamesaltucher.com. The guy dressed as a construction worker was begging me for money. It was 5 a.m. and I was on the corner of Wall Street and Broad. To my left was the New York Stock Exchange and in front of me, were the steps where George Washington took his oath of office. Policemen with dogs were patrolling. The guy had a hard hat on, looked dirty as if he had been working day and night in the holes and underground ecosystem that powers New York City with its wires, its sewage, its steam, its electricity. Come on, guy, he said. My buddy's left and now I just need $10 to get back to Staten Island because my wife is sick and I have to skip my shift this morning. Not only did he have his hard hat on, he had that orange vest with the yellow stripe so that people could see him in the dark. He had every appearance of a construction worker. I started reaching into my pocket. Thanks a lot, dude, he said. But then I saw one of the cops with the dogs shake his head, no. I said, I don't have anything, sorry. And the construction worker said, come on, man, my wife is sick. I just need $10 to get to the ferry. But I walked on. I went up to the cop that shook his head no. That guy is here every day, he said. He's not a construction worker. The sun started to come up. This was in March 2009. The stock market was still crashing. The unemployment rate was skyrocketing. I was about to get fired from something, from many things. I was making money from about four different sources, some of them competing. All of them would fire me within a month. I was scared. I looked back behind me. The construction worker was talking to someone else, an older guy in a suit and a hat. I didn't want to be an older guy in a suit and a hat. The guy was reaching into his pocket for money. The cop was nowhere to be seen. The sun was up. Everybody is in disguise. Who will you be in disguise as today? A good father? A good husband? A maniac? A good neighbor? A bored friend? An ambitious partner? an up-and-coming employee? What suit will you put on? How will you beg the world for your piece of it? What cops will circle around and try to prevent you from getting what you want? If only I could want nothing, beg for nothing, then nobody would stop me. A year later, I moved away from Wall Street. Recently, TEDx Wall Street asked me to speak. I looked down the list of speakers. Do I really want to be around these people? 
Do I really wanna go back to that exact spot, the New York Stock Exchange? We're trying to give a good impression of Wall Street, the sponsor said to me. So think of something to say along those lines. Did I really want to do that? I said yes. Then a week before the event, I said no. I said I honestly had nothing to say. That same day, TEDx Huntsville in Huntsville, Alabama asked me to speak on September 9th. I've never been to Alabama, but I'm an honorary lieutenant colonel in Alabama, the way Colonel Sanders is just an honorary colonel in Kentucky. How did I get to be an honorary lieutenant colonel in Alabama even though I've never set foot in that state? When I was 12, I wrote to the governor and lied and said I was about to move there. I lived in suburban New Jersey and both my parents commuted to New York City and that I loved the state of Alabama and nothing would make me happier than being an honorary lieutenant colonel there. I had done my research on every honorarium every state offered. I'm an honorary colonel in Mississippi, an honorary citizen of Texas, an honorary whatever in many states. So I went into disguise, and I begged, and got what I wanted. The construction guy didn't. TEDx Wall Street didn't get what they wanted, but I said yes to TEDx Huntsville, even though it's 1,000 miles away. I don't want to wear disguises anymore. If I don't have anything to say, I won't say it. I'm not going to sell anything anymore but the truth. I'm not gonna spend money on things that were disguised as things they aren't. Is Coke the real thing, for instance? I'm not gonna be friends with people wearing disguises. I'm not going to live in a place that's just a disguise to hide some insecurity. I'm not gonna be angry at people struggling with their own disguises. And what are my disguises today? Angry thoughts from events that took place years ago? Thoughts of, I could have done X, Y, or Z in the distant past? Worries of the future? Reactions to what people say about me? Feelings like, I have to respond to just this one comment. I think back to all the disguises I've worn. I've been a master of disguise, hiding big lies, small lies, white lies, black lies. All of our misery comes from wanting at all costs to remain Tom, Dick, and Jane, normal. Our molecules, our atoms, want to burst out, but we squeeze them tight inside with our mental constipation. The real me must never be seen or I'll be laughed at, sneered at, abandoned, and poverty will wipe itself with the last microbes that are left of me. I get scared. Most of Peter Parker's stress was that he had to hide his Spider-Man identity. This body of ours, this disguise, is in constant revolt against the abominable scam of having to endure. We don't need to do that anymore. When you take the disguises off, the superficial feelings of failure, of anger, of sadness that society has programmed into us, when you just peel the past off and refuse to worry about the future, you become the superhero you were meant to be. The first person you then save is yourself then the world down below will see you swinging free from rooftop to rooftop. TEDx Huntsville told me I could speak about whatever I wanted. I'm gonna go to a place I've never gone before and speak about something I've never spoken about before. And if every day I keep shedding my disguises, a practice my mind will try and refuse to give me the courage to do, maybe I can say something I'll be proud of. You just listened to the post titled, What Disguises Do You Wear? by James Altucher of jamesaltucher.com. 
This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Take it to James. We might not feel exactly the same that we're wearing these elaborate disguises with big lies and deceit, but he mentioned the other side of it, that maybe our disguises today could even be things like thoughts of what could have been, what we could have done, even worries of the future, random feelings and reactions. So it might not just be the deeper stuff, but we can apply this to other areas of our lives as well. It reminds me a bit of the idea that we're all wearing lenses. This isn't exactly where he was going with this, but nevertheless, we have these filters on that take what we see and then make sense of it based on our own experience and interpretation. Maybe you and I happen to align really well. So we have, I don't know, let's say yellow lenses on. It wouldn't be the exact same shade of yellow since no human experience is even close to being the same but maybe our circumstances were similar and what we think and feel is pretty close. Well, then there's gonna be someone else who has completely different colored lenses, maybe blue or pink, all sorts of colors. And in order to understand others better and then be more compassionate, I think, we can work to not necessarily change our lenses because that might be impossible, but maybe temporarily add some on or as best as we can try to remove our own, again, temporarily. We all have these disguises or masks, but if we can even just simply recognize this, then as James said, maybe we can do something we're proud of. So try to see that mask or lens today. Have a great rest of your day and night, and I'll be back tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.